evening and welcome to this edition of the John and Leah Show. This is the program where each week we get together for three hours. We talk about the news of the week. We also discuss the events of our often bizarre lives. And we provide you with a three-hour oasis of rationality in the desert of insanity, which is the American cultural and political landscape. Good evening. I'm John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. And Leah, traditionally, this is the segment of the program where we tend to do two things, one by design, one by accident. By design, we tend to preview what the rest of the show is going to be about. That's all right. By accident, we tend to also, I don't know if you've noticed this, give our excuses for why the show might not be as good as it could be. <laughs> hey, I don't pay attention to that. <laughs> what do you mean you don't pay attention to that? Well, well, uh, the show always exceeds expectations in my mind. Well, because you have very low expectations because you're almost uh, almost asleep. I mean, this is past your bedtime when you do That's this show. True. That uh, is really and, true. And what I was alluding to is that uh, you indicated to me that you're very, very tired. Oh, yes. Uh, you had a long week, and you, you always burn the candle at both ends anyway. Yeah. Uh, and you work six days a week, and you usually work mornings. And so when you work the John and Leah show, it's Sunday night. Correct. And, and so you're 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 indicating to me that uh, hey Zig, I'm a bit fried. I'm uh, fried. <laughs> uh, but I, but I, but I'm curious though. I understand you just recently got your my pillow from the my pillow oh, people. Isn't yes. that isn't that helping? Yes. Finally, I got my pillow. I'm telling you, I've been through every pillow known to man. I get migraines. My neck is always uh, sore, stiff. It's crazy because I only sleep about four hours a night. And isn't my pillow helping? Oh yes, it is. But for real, for you're not just saying that because they sponsor the show, right? No, seriously, I have no migraine anymore. For two weeks now, I've had no migraine. Okay, well, good. So, so people should pay attention to the my pillow hacks on John and Leah's show. Seriously, my excuse is I'm not that tired. Although my daughter has been waking me up in the middle of the night with nightmares all week, so that hasn't been helpful. Um, I'm just had it with humanity. I'm I'm just done. I, I, I am I, I'm just, you know, th- one of the things that makes this show different is that, you know, at least I and sometimes you uh, are very open about our disdain for humanity. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't I do not like Homo sapiens. And yeah. I like almost the species I like less and less every day, every week. And this week in particular, not just because of the news, which is as normal, horrible, um, but just things that are going on in my own life, which some of which we'll get to probably in hour number three, the normal hour in which we discuss our personal lives uh, on tonight's program. I'm just done. I'm just, I'm sick of human beings. Uh, human beings are so cowardly, and they, you know, most of them are just frankly. I mean, it's just really, I'm just, my patience is done. Um, and so, you know, that's going to also impact, I think, uh, the way the show goes tonight. Because, you know, normally you try to dress it up a little bit, try to no. pretend, <laughs> no. try to try to pretend that you can you can have you know, some semblance of acceptance of human beings and you the know, humans. Life would be great if there were no humans. <laughs> it's just well, what what gets me is I'm I'm actually people think I'm a pessimist. I'm actually the ultimate optimist because no. No, I am. Hear me I've out. I've known you forever. Okay, go ahead. Here's why I am an unbelievable optimist. Because anybody who believes what I do about humanity <laughs> and is still and walking still around. Function. And still function and walk <laughs> around. That's an optimist. I mean, as long as I have hope, I'm usually pretty good. But that, that glimmer of hope 
you know, whether it's, you know, with regard to what's going on in the news or in my own life or whatever, it's really starting to get fade away. I mean, it, as long as I have hope, you know, I never give up. I mean, after all, I mean, you, you know, you, as long as there's hope, you always keep fighting. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? I mean, you just don't give up. <laughs> but, but when there's no more hope, then it becomes difficult. Um, so I actually, I, I will go to my death whenever that is, whether that's tonight or 30 years from now. Um, I will Let's go hope to, it's not tonight. Well, anything's possible. <laughs> um <laughs> I will go to my death believing that I was a true optimist. Um, you know, my, my wife always asked me, so how do you how did you know that you loved me? I said, well, because no matter how much you pissed me off, I still didn't hate you. So that, that which to me is like the ultimate in love. But she didn't think it was that romantic, oddly enough. Yeah, it's really not. Well, in my worldview, I hate you less than other people. Well, or I can deal with my hatred of you more than I can deal with my hatred of other people. Okay. Um, but to me, that's very romantic. I mean, that's yeah. true love right there. I'm sure. I, I can't believe you got her down the aisle. It didn't go over that. Well, she was desperate. Let's be let's be honest. But let's, but TikTok, the, TikTok. Right, the reality. <laughs> and now she's got a kid, so she's kind of stuck, uh, <laughs> at least in the time for the time being. Maybe we'll talk about that in hour number three. Um, but look, uh, so the news is is interesting this week. We'll get to all of it. Uh, I promise. In fact, uh, when we come back, we will get right into our weekly look at the race for the White House uh, 2016. But before that, uh, you heard Leah Brandon talk about my pillow. Well, listen to this message from the John and Leah show. If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor, folks, and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using my pillow. You may have seen my pillow's owner, Mike Lindell, on their TV commercials. Well, my pillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love my pillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one MyPillow and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah Show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty, all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is www.freespeechbroadcasting.com. That's freespeechbroadcasting.com. You can get all the information you need about uh, the 22 different radio stations on which this program is broadcast on a weekly basis, as well as information on our sponsors if you happen not to be able to jot that down when you hear the commercials. So you can find that all at freespeechbroadcasting.com. Each week we take a look usually an extended look at what's going on with regard to the race to the White House 2016. And, Leah, although the Republican race is now over, the Democratic race, oddly, can't get put out of its misery. Uh, <laughs> Hillary is so unpopular 
uh, that and then Bernie won't give up so much so that you know there was some chaos in Nevada fighting over delegates and right. Um, but what I found most interesting this week, because no one else is mentioning it, and this program basically specializes in things that no one else will say, truths that no one else either realizes or has the guts to articulate. And I thought there was one that came out of the West Virginia primary this week that needed to be pointed out. Because, okay. And, and here's why. Because, you know, the media has taught us for the last generation or two, maybe three, uh, that there is one political party that is full of racists. And that yes. party is Republicans, right? The, the Republican course. Party sure. is full of racists. And, of course, Donald Trump's rise to the nomination is the perfect proof that the Republican Party, just as they've been telling us for all this time, is, in fact, a bunch of racists. Okay, fine. I don't believe that. Um, although the Trump it's thing— It's completely fake. Well, the Trump thing has me—it's a little bit more difficult to defend, uh, but that's not where I'm going with this. So let's talk about what happened in West Virginia on the Democratic side. Now, West Virginia is an interesting state because, well, I actually spent a little time there working in that market as a television sportscaster way back in the day in the early 90s in Steubenville, Ohio, Wheeling, West Virginia. And I've traveled all over the state of West Virginia. And so I know a little bit about the state. And, you know, traditionally it's been a Democratic state, but recently it's it's voted Republican, especially in the Obama era, because they really don't like Obama in West Virginia. Now, there's a substantive reason for that because of the fact that he's so against the coal industry. Yeah, he's uh, putting everybody out of work. Right. So it makes sense that, that they don't like Obama from a substantive standpoint. But let's look at what happened with Hillary. So in 2008, after Obama was clearly the nominee, right? he was the presumptive nominee. The media had anointed him. Uh, they put the crown over his head, even though he hadn't actually clinched. And frankly, if the media had wanted there to be a contested convention in 2008, they easily could have created those circumstances. But they wanted no part of that because they had their boy. They got their sure. boy, Obama, and Hillary was dead in the water. Despite being dead in the water, they had the West Virginia primary, and Hillary crushed Obama in West Virginia. Whoa. Crushed him. Crushed him. Huge margins. Massive margins. So let's fast forward to 2016. Now, Hillary is basically the presumptive nominee, and she's going up against a 74-year-old wackadoodle socialist, okay? Yes. Who yes. is just as bad on, this, on, this, on every subject involving the coal industry or anything involving the West Virginia economy. Oh, he's uh, terrible. As anybody could possibly be, except unless you want handouts. Unless you want free candy, then Bernie Sanders is your guy. So what happens? Now, remember, there's nothing. The only thing that's changed between 2008 and 2016, the only reason why you might not vote for Hillary in that time period is, I guess you could say Benghazi, but the reality is there's not one Democrat in the state of West Virginia that is voting against Hillary Clinton because of Benghazi, all right? Democrats have, have determined that that issue is a right-wing hit job and it's irrelevant, so that's not the reason. So what ends up happening? Bernie Sanders cleans Hillary Clinton's clock in West yes. Virginia. So what can we determine from those two votes? So we got white woman going up against black guy and crushing him in 2008 when he's the presumptive nominee. Eight years later, we got the same white woman as presumptive nominee getting crushed by a 74-year-old white socialist. You do the math for me, Leah Brandon. Is that not proof of racism? Is that, I mean, is that's as close as you're ever going to get. There's no other explanation 
for those two results, then the Democrats in West Virginia are a bunch of racists. Okay. I've got a different opinion. Give it to me. Uh, Give it to me, please. Well, uh, maybe remember when Barack Obama was running, he was going to necessarily skyrocket our electricity costs. Right. Okay. I got it. Uh, and- oh, by the way, but by the way, people in West Virginia, that was not widely reported. You got to remember that. It was, the, the, the media spiked that story. But okay, go ahead. Keep going. Oh, I saw it everywhere. It's just nobody really paid attention. Okay. Also, Hillary Clinton, when she went to West Virginia, what did she say? She is going to continue. She's in West Virginia telling right. them she's going to continue the war on coal, right. just like and Obama. Y- you don't think Bernie Sanders would do the same? You well, either. but he didn't say it, and as a matter okay. of fact, half of the people that voted for Bernie Sanders, according to a poll, said that they would also vote for Donald Trump before they ever voted for Hillary. Oh, well, we're going to get to that issue in a second. But the reality is the numbers are so dramatic. I understand what you're saying, Leah. That would explain for a small portion of the difference. But when you go from being the underdog in 2008 all the momentum on the other guy's side, and you crush him. I mean, huge margins. And he happens to be black. And then the same person, while you're the presumptive nominee, and you get crushed by a 74-year-old wacky white socialist, I'm sorry. (laughs) The fact that the guy that lost in 2008 is black has to be relevant, at least upon the rules that were given to me by the news media. I'm just trying to be consistent here. Now, Ah. let's let's talk a little bit about Donald Trump, though. Since you since you mentioned Trump and this issue of the Sanders voters voting for Trump and not for Hillary. And this week, a couple of polls came out that indicated, wow, Donald Trump is actually virtually tied with Hillary Clinton nationwide and virtually tied with her in some key industrial swing states like Pennsylvania and Ohio and one other one. I, I don't know if it was Wisconsin or whatever, what, the, but it was done by. A former employer of mine, of course, there are a lot of former employers of mine uh, scattered throughout the entire United States of America. But this one is Quinnipiac University. I used to be an analyst for the Quinnipiac University poll. And their poll came out and indicated that in those three states that Donald Trump is basically tied, give or take a point or two, with Hillary Clinton. And it was, oh, my gosh, on Twitter and Facebook, all the Trumpsters were pumping up their chest going, see, see, he can win. He, this was just the start. He's going to crush her in November. Okay, hold on. Everybody's under 50, though. So. Well, you, you hit on the first problem. The first problem is that in every single one, or almost every single one of these polls, not only is Trump not at 50% or plus, he's at like 40, 41, 41. 42 at tops, and Hillary's in the same boat. Now, let's do the, the math on this, folks. Donald Trump has just effectively been named the GOP nominee. Hillary has not yet shed Bernie Sanders from, you know, her pantsuit. He's still gnawing at her pantsuit, okay? The Sanders people have not accepted yet their loss. They still have to go through the process of mourning the death of Bernie Sanders campaign. They got plenty of time with the media manipulation for them to come back into the fold. And once they do, all those supposedly undecided voters, they ain't going to Trump. He's going to be topped out at 41-42. More on this when we come back on the John and Leah Show on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. 
If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor, folks, and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using MyPillow. You may have seen MyPillow's owner, Mike Lindell, on their TV commercials. Well, MyPillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are, on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love MyPillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one MyPillow, and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah Show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty, all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. I want to continue for a little bit longer, Leah, about these uh, poll numbers that have the uh, Donald Trump supporters all excited. Uh, Polls indicating this week that in uh, some states, some key states, and a couple of uh, isolated, and I mean isolated, national polls that Hillary and Trump are just a couple of points away from each other. And so, of course, this is making a lot of people saying, you know, the people like me who have been saying all along that Trump in a normal world without a catastrophe cannot beat Hillary Clinton, that I'm wrong. And, and their basic mantra is, so you're telling me there's a chance. You know, so the reality is this. Nothing in this po- the poll numbers that came out this week is remotely surprising to me or shifts my opinion about where we're headed on this at all. I, in fact, said last week, Leah, that I think that Trump will hang around for a while uh, for a couple of reasons. One is I don't think the media has a huge incentive to absolutely castrate him yet. They're going to knock him up a little bit. We saw that. Oh, this they're trying. No, no, no. Sure. No, no. And we're going to get to that. We're going to get to John Miller. We're going to get to the tax returns. But th- this is this is part of a long process, the, the castration of Donald Trump. Uh, and so th- I, I think they have an interest in keeping this thing looking like it could be close for a while. I also think you have to understand Trump just won the freaking nomination. This cannot be underestimated. This is a moment that should shoot his poll numbers as high as they're going to go. This is an amazing achievement on his part. It really, truly is, whether you uh, want him to be the nominee or not. It's amazing. And so he should be at the height of his poll numbers. Hillary still can't shake Bernie Sanders. The Bernie Sanders people still think they have a chance, and they hate Hillary right now. They uh, they despise her. And, then, yeah. and the poll numbers show it because weirdly and interestingly and tellingly, Sanders is crushing Trump in all the same polls where Hillary is, you know, neck and neck or a little bit ahead. Uh, yeah, of but Trump. those people are rabid. Uh, I understand, but they're also, in my opinion, they're eventually either going to come back into the fold for Hillary because the media will push them that in that direction, or they're just not going to vote at all because they're, well, they're you know lazy. Come over to Trump. They're they're, they're not going to. Oh, please, please. 
the way the way the way the media coverage is uh, the hold on leah the way the media coverage will be the idea that these lazy socialist you know millennials are who are uh, who hate everything about economic you know capitalist economic system are going to vote for the ultimate billionaire capitalist Donald Trump when everybody is telling them that this is a horrible idea that they we're going to get into a nuclear war and uh, he's not qualified and everything else the media is going to be telling you for the next 6 months to me that's just absurd but more importantly more important i always go to this point which in in all in all stories like this it's amazing to me whether it's politics or other issues no one ever thinks about what should be the reality if something was going to happen? And if Donald Trump was going to win, if he was really going to win this thing, he would be easily right now breaking 50% in key states and nationwide. Because this is as high as he's going to get in all likelihood. I mean, he's got 100% name recognition, Leah, 100%. Probably unprecedented name recognition for a GOP yeah. nominee. Okay, so he's got. But it's a, not over yet. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's over yet, really. What do you mean? In other words, he doesn't have the crown on his head. They haven't had the convention. Yeah, because uh, okay. because you know Hillary's still going on. It doesn't seem like it's over yet. Uh, I understand. There's probably a little bit of that. I maintain that the more likely scenario for the Republican convention is it's going to be such a cluster fark that it's there's not going to be a bounce out of that. I mean, maybe there will be a little bit. I mean, generally, there's, you know, there used to be a 10-point bounce out of conventions or maybe even more. I don't see anything like that happening uh, in this situation. But more importantly than any of that, let's just take the Trump perspective, uh, the Trumpster's uh, perspective on, on these poll numbers. Let's pretend... He's going to beat Hillary in Ohio. Let's pretend he's going to beat her in Pennsylvania. Let's pretend. Give him another state. Give him. Give him Michigan. Florida. Well, there's no evidence he's going to win Florida. He's he's getting. He's he's never been anywhere close to getting anywhere near 50 percent uh, in Florida. And if he doesn't win Florida, it's over. Yeah. And and it, there was a poll out this week that shows exactly what I've been saying for months, that the Cuban community in South Florida which usually votes overwhelmingly Republican, is like basically split 50-50 between Hillary and Trump. You cannot win Florida as a Republican when that's the case, and that's the price Trump pays for having mocked Marco Rubio, having tortured lion Ted Cruz. When you do that to two Cubans for several months, guess what? The Cuban community is not going to come out of the woodwork for you. So here's the reality. If, if everything the Trumpsters are pretending is true is true, he still doesn't win because you don't get the 270 Electoral College votes without Florida. You need Florida to go along with Ohio and Pennsylvania and Michigan, which, again, I don't believe anything that's going to happen. And then you got another problem. you got a problem called North Carolina, where you're down 49 to 40 to Hillary in a must-win state. you got a problem in Arizona where you're losing to Hillary in a state that's a must-win state. you got a major problem in Utah, which is as red as they get, but they can't stand Donald Trump, largely because of Mitt Romney. So you know, They probably hate Hillary, too. <laughs> okay, the, the hate <laughs> Hillary thing can only go so far. I, real, I mean, it's going to go far. I get it. That's the, that's the most frustrating thing in this whole deal. She is a horrible candidate. That's why it's so frustrating. 
She I is, think the abortion thing, though, over there will, I mean, she'll go as far as she possibly can, and everybody knows it, so I, 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 I'm not worried about Utah. All right, L- Leah, the re- <laughs> you really think that Trump's going to win? You, you, have you Listen. seen? You've, you've, you've seen his negatives. His negatives among women. So are it, hers. Uh, not even close. And you're, you're not, you're not playing this out at every, every single election, every single election in the cable news network era, 1996 on, when the news media fundamentally changed. And because of fragmentation, because everybody's, you know, got all these different channels. It's very hard to move poll numbers in a national election where everybody knows both both persons, both people. I mean, obviously, Hillary and Trump are exceedingly well-known. So moving opinion is exceedingly difficult. In all five of those elections, the person that was winning right now, today, mid-May, won. It wins, yes. Every single time. And there is zero doubt that Hillary is winning. There is zero doubt that Trump has massive negatives. There is zero doubt the media is going to be on Hillary Clinton's side. And I and I maintain just as assuredly as I have all along that barring I'm going to add a fourth factor that could <laughs> theoretically the the three factors we've always talked about are major terrorist attack, yes, massive economy, mar- massive market collapse, both of which are possible, although which is going there well, rapidly. Okay, but. It's got to really go in the in the crapper pretty fast. Uh, possible, but not likely. Third one, which we've both discounted, is this indictment fantasy yeah, that, no. that a lot of conservatives and Trumpsters have. I, I'm going to put a fourth one out there. This is the only rational, non-catastrophic uh, scenario where Hillary could lose to Trump. It is possible, but I don't think this is the case. But maybe we have devolved so fast uh, and so dramatically that this is true. Maybe, just maybe, 50% of the American people will vote based upon who will be the more entertaining president. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I mean that completely seriously. That nothing else will matter. That that because of the fact we, we've become so jaded, we live in such a reality TV show world, we're so damn bored, we're so ignorant, we're so stupid, that maybe it's possible, theoretically, that 50% of the American people might just go, you know what? I just think the miniseries will be more entertaining for the next four years if Trump's the guy. And that and you know, that would give him a theoretical chance. I don't see that being the case because the media is gonna pull out all the stops on this, all of them. Um, and uh, we saw some of that this week. So when we, we come did. when we come back, we gotta get to this John Miller story because <laughs> it's my favorite story of the week. At least the week, if not longer than that. We'll discuss it when we return on the John and Leah show on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor, folks, and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using MyPillow. You may have seen MyPillow's owner, Mike Lindell, on their TV commercials. Well, MyPillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are, on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love MyPillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one MyPillow and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. 
Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah Show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty, all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. the john and leah show my name is john ziggler my co-host is leah brandon our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com continuing with our weekly look at the race for the white house 2016 leah before we get to the john miller story i gotta mention one last thing on the polling thing from this week and i because i alluded to it earlier that i worked for quinnipiac university uh, polling many many years ago as a polling analyst and i've also by the way commissioned a couple of actually three uh, major polls, yeah. three major polls of my own that have gotten a lot of publicity. So I know a little bit about this. I know actually a lot about this. Um, but it, what do you think the primary motivation for putting out a poll in May uh, when there's no race, you know, for six months? What is it that the polling institute is hoping to do most by putting out a poll now? What is their number one primary short-term goal, Leah? I'm not sure, but probably to shape public opinion. Well, no. Actually, it's to get publicity. Because that, that's what the Quinnipiac poll, the university president, when he interviewed me many years ago, can't believe he gave me the job based upon my background. <laughs> but um, it's part he of the... though. Part of, you know, part of, well, no, no. The contract, <laughs> contract was not renewed. Let's be clear. Okay. Uh, um, no, but, of course, I only knew it wasn't going to be renewed on, like, day three. But that, that's another story for another day. The point here is they created the Quinnipiac poll because they didn't have a sports team that was any good. And so and I'm being serious here. So they, the Quinnipiac poll is intended to create awareness of Quinnipiac University. In order to do that, you need to get publicity. You get, need to get news coverage. So what poll, what polling result would get the most news coverage today in a race between Hillary and Donald Trump? What would be, what would be the result that would get the most news coverage? No, I don't know. Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton head-to-head. Tied. Right, <laughs> right. If, and I'm not suggesting that they created the results, but these results were perfect for getting the most publicity while also protecting whatever credibility they have. Because, magically, they're both in the low 40s. Yeah. So, so that way, your, your ass is covered. You can have the headline, Trump and Hillary virtually tied. Oh, my gosh. But no one can come back later and say, well, you were so far off because you had Trump at 52, 53 percent. He ended up with 38. No, you got Trump at 41. So if Hillary ends up winning 60, 40, you can say, hey, we were only off by one point on Trump. Right, right, right. You see what I'm saying? So I do. And, and so what is the most likely result to get linked on the Drudge Report? It's obviously Trump surging, Trump tied, Trump winning. It's all bullcrap. It's all bullcrap, folks. Just trust me. All right. Um, so the story of the week, as you refer- referenced, is this 
John Miller story. This, the name John Miller was trending for like two days on Twitter. Yes. Um, and maybe the, in a normal campaign, this would be the most bizarre story to happen for the entire 18-month presidential campaign. I doubt it'll even end up being in the top five or ten in this campaign, although you could argue it might deserve to be. Tell us about John Miller, Leah Brandon. All right. So the media campaign to destroy Donald Trump is now full speed ahead. The Washington Post alone has assigned 20 reporters to look into every aspect of his life. So this week they went digging and they found a phone call from 1991. In it, a man named John Miller who happens to sound a lot like Donald Trump, is talking to a reporter from People magazine. Now, Don Miller, uh, John Miller is supposedly Donald Trump's PR guy. Now, his wife at the time was Marla Maples. She admitted also that it was Trump and that it was a joke that basically went too far. So the Today Show had to jump on this. They brought back the tape. They got Trump on record, and they wanted him to deny it. It doesn't sound like me on the phone, I will tell you that, and it was not me on the phone. And when was this, 25 years ago? Yes. Well, Trump also used to use John Barron as a fake name, and SNL can't even believe their luck with this story. So last night... Mr. Trump is the real-life inspiration for Iron Man. Who am I? I'm his publicist, Joey Pepperoni. <laughs> no, I'm not Donald Trump in disguise. This is just what classy people sound like. And there you have it. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, I'm sensing, Leah, that uh, you and I may have a differing perspective on this story, uh, which is perfectly fine. Um, but let me give you mine. All right, for, go for, ahead. First of all, can we stipulate, Your Honor, that... Um, the original voice in 1991 is, in fact, Donald Trump pretending to be this publicist, John Miller. Are you accepting of that oh. fact? Oh, for sure. He even admitted it in court. Yeah, he admitted, <laughs> it the, he admitted it at the time. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, and then yet he denies it on national television, live on the Today Show, in the most horrific way you could possibly deny it. Because if you're going to deny it's not my fault, you're going to say it's not my voice. You don't then say, and by the way, it's 25 years ago. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> if it's not you, it doesn't matter how long ago it is. You well, only... maybe you can't remember if it's him. You know, it's a long time ago. No, 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 because so... he, he's – no, he didn't say that, Leah. He didn't say, I can't remember whether it's me. It's 25 years ago. He said, no, it's not my voice. And by the way, this is 25 years ago. That's a, that is a contradictory defense. That's like That's like saying I'm – not guilty, but if I am guilty, it doesn't matter that I'm guilty because it happened 25 years ago. So oh, sure. he's obviously lying about the fact that this was his voice. Now, okay. Now, why? Now, now, my sense is that you don't think this is a big deal. Is that a fair? I really, I don't care. Okay. And why? It doesn't matter to me because look, this is the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> okay. It's the tip of the iceberg. He lies a lot. We know this. Uh -huh. uh, we also know that he's not a saint. The people that are going to vote for him don't care. Well, but wait a minute. If you're going to win 50 percent of the American people, that matters because you're— Well, 100 percent of the American people need jobs, so that's probably what it's all about. I, but there's no evidence. Okay, Leah, let's back up. First of all, I'd also like to stipulate that if this exact series of events occurred 
with a congressional candidate. With an oh, in, sure. With an, an incumbent congressional candidate in a district stacked against them I mean, in, in their dead. favor. In their favor. I mean, if, they, if there was an incumbent congressional candidate who had a district that was stacked in their favor, they would probably be toast right now because of this oh, yes. story. Do you agree with oh, that? Oh, he'd be dead. They'd be dead, but it's Donald Trump. Okay, well, wait. I, I, see, I, don't, I just don't <laughs> buy this notion. With me, it's just works. You know, it's magic. <laughs> I don't believe in magic, okay? So um, he might have magic with... 30 to 35 percent of half of the electorate, which is the the Republican Party, but that doesn't win you a presidential election, uh, especially against the Democrat, where there, you know we need 270 electoral college votes and the map is stacked against us. So, but let me back up a second. All right, here's why I think it is important, or at least should be. Because <laughs> first of all, I find it. He's a, lying. <laughs> well, that lying used to matter. Okay. Lying. It doesn't anymore. Look at Hillary. Everybody lies. Okay, but this was a brazen, absurd, stupid lie that was insulting to our intelligence and had no reason for it. There was no reason for it. But, you know, it's amazing to me that, that the you know conservative media, uh, and specifically talk radio, have gone from, remember the, what, the audio that some of us defended in 2012? It was Mitt Romney telling the truth about 47% oh, yeah. of the American people being on the government dole. That was the big audio scandal for Romney that we had to defend. Now, which I'm not going to do because I'm all about the truth. I couldn't care less about defending Donald Trump. I couldn't care less whether listeners like that or not. The reality is the truth is the truth. And the idea that we now have to defend this kind of behavior because he's got an R next to his name when he's actually a liberal Democrat who's a lying sack of crap and who's unbelievably narcissistic, unbelievably insecure. And oh, by the way, Leah Brandon, the one element of this John Miller story that's no one's mentioning that I think is, might be the most significant, it proves, it proves he's a fraud as regard to his own net worth because no billionaire is pretending to be his own publicist in 1991. That He's doing this because he doesn't want to pay a publicist to lie for him and get People Magazine to believe that he's dating all these other women and making Marla Maples jealous and all that crap. I mean, that's, right. that's that to me is the most startling element of this. Holy cow, this guy, no wonder he doesn't want his tax returns released. He's a complete fraud. A fraud. <laughs> Okay, or, or it could be because publicists, nobody does as good of a job as you. And oh, Marla Maples said that this was a joke no, that went too far. No, it was you, People did, Magazine. Did you hear the full audio? Did you hear the yes. full audio? He was not joking around. He was seriously trying to spin this people reporter to get her to report things about how wonderful Donald Trump is and what a ladies man he is <laughs> I mean it was not a joke it was clearly not oh, we got to talk more about this this is infuriating to me it's the John and Leah show on the free speech broadcasting network